0: Good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who's on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about I hold to the book, The Bible as the authoritative Word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning. If you would like to check us out online, please do so. Go to SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you want to head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and you're on Red State Talk Radio, you can watch the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio and a few that aren't uh, (laughs) that we're going to have here in just a moment. Oops, I switched over, and there they are, and I'm catching Kevin with his getting his coffee or something there. (laughs) Uh, We'll get to them in just a moment. While you're over at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, scroll down right there on the right side of the page. We're going live, and uh, we're on a number of platforms. This is one of the platforms that we're on, and we use the embed code there so that you can watch the show live at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Also, right above the video that's going live is Bradley's show from yesterday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. He comes on. He'll be on for two hours today on Saturday. You can catch that at sonsoflibertymedia.com as well. And also, just above that, subscribe to our email uh, list. Again, we don't rent your email out. We don't spam it. We don't sell it to anybody. You get one email from us a day, all the articles we have on sonsoflibertymedia.com, and that's it. Uh, again, it just informs you of all the things. Some of you ask about the archive of the show. When I tell you I'm going to archive all this stuff that we talk about, I give you the video, give you the podcast, give you all the, the videos and articles and, and documents that we have, uh, I'll put that on Sons Liberty Media. You get that in the email, okay? So if you forget, it'll come in your email uh, inbox. And some of you signing up, you might want to check your spam folder just to make sure, because Google does have us censored just like everybody else is trying to do, okay? If you would like to help us out and you believe in the message that we have, <clears throat> we let you know our need, okay? We don't want you going in debt over it. We're not going to tell you all kinds of wild outlandish things. If you give us money, this will happen. We're going to stay on the message on point of what we do, okay? That's what we do. If you want to help us, there's a donate button right at the top of suncelebritymedia.com You can click on that, and you can make a donation. Help us, You can become a monthly partner as a son or daughter of Liberty. Click on that at the top of the page as well. And then if you want to purchase our products, that helps support the ministry. It gives you great talking points to uh, get to as well. You can do that at sonsoflibertymedia.com. And let's close out some of the uh, formalities here. If you want to watch the live video feed, go to our Twitter account, BradleyDean1. Periscope and Twitch on Setting Brush Fires. And Periscope will be going off next Month, I think it is. And that'll drop our Twitter, too. So we won't be doing that just because we don't have that ability to do it. Facebook, Bradley Dean, SOL for however long that's up. YouTube channel, Bradley Dean. Uh, We're again on a two week deal on that. So, uh, yeah, that's probably going to go the way of the dinosaur, too. But you can find us on Rumble. I believe we're on Sons of Liberty. Sons of Liberty Radio Live, I think is what they have it up as. Uh, You can find us on Rumble there. So that's they're looking to start live streaming too. So we talked with uh with the guys who are heading that up. So we're probably going to be um, doing our show live on Rumble, which is a, a far better platform to just to tell you the truth. We're also on beforeitsnews.com, DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty and Cutting Edge TV on Roku. Uh and if you'd like to call in any time, the number's 215, Top Talk, 215-867-8255. Please stick to the topic. Now Before we get to Kate and Kevin today, I I just want to take a couple of minutes okay, Um, and read you something that I was sent by my friend Victor Porlier. You remember Victor? He used to come on on Tuesdays with me, and we used to talk geopolitics, the history behind that. We were going back hundreds of years to, to show why we were in the Middle East all these different things that were going on. And we're going to have him back very soon because we talked yesterday. He's getting his stuff together for that economy show that we're going to do. It's probably going to be two hours uh, to show you exactly how it's being manipulated. Some of you are seeing it through the whole Robin Hood thing, the GameStop stuff and the silver manipulation. Now we're seeing it in the cryptocurrency area as well. And uh, we're going to have a show on that. But he sent me something. Now look, you go to the simple little article that I put up the other day on the death of Rush Limbaugh, And uh, I don't rejoice in that. I think there were people who spoke out in our government who were just downright nasty and wrote some awful things about the man. Just awful stuff, okay? But I just simply said, while he had talents and a great ability as a broadcaster and all this stuff, there were things that left off that have indoctrinated a lot of people into the, the the kind of representatives that we are getting now who talk, but they don't do. They're, they're impotent in what they're doing. So I want to give you a flavor of what I was trying to get at. This comes from Joel Skousen. Many of you guys, I think Joel is the son of Leon who wrote The Naked Communist. <clears throat> Here's what he said, and I think this really gets to it. And again, I'm not saying Rush Limbaugh couldn't be saved or any of that other stuff. What I'm saying is because... Hey, with God, all things are possible. That's what Jesus said, right? And um, <clears throat> so here's what he said. Accolades are pouring in from conservative circles over the death of Rush Limbaugh from cancer. Adjectives like great, titan among man, and hero are being bandied about. Phyllis Shafley's organization said that multiple generations of conservatives were trained on by Rush's voice, and that's the point I was getting at. They were trained by his voice on the radio. He spoke his mind. He never shied from the truth. That's their quote. Frankly, that last statement isn't true. Now, this is stuff I didn't know, some of this here that he's going to give. Like Bill O'Reilly and Sean Hannity, Rush never talked about the conspiratorial aspects of history. He used to long ago when he was building a syndication network from the ground up. In fact, he talked openly about it and showed he had studied None Dare Call It Conspiracy and other books. But when his radio show was picked up by one of the big three companies... With a multi-million dollar contract, he suddenly became a conspiracy denier. I was listening to his show on the day after he announced his new network affiliation, and one of his regular listeners brought up a conspiracy issue, as usual. Only this time, Rush pounced on him like a tiger, lambasting him for conspiracy theories. But Rush, the perplexed listener protested. You know that. But Rush, but Rush. (laughs) Yesterday, we were talking about this same issue on the air. Limbaugh denied it and changed the subject. That is the hidden price of a multi-million dollar contract. You don't discuss conspiracy truths anymore. Hannity won't do it. O'Reilly was openly hostile to any caller hinting at conspiracy. To me, it is one of the most important list, litmus tests of greatness and political commentary. Whether or not they have the courage to reveal and condemn conspiracies inside government. Sure, Rush was a great showman, an incisive thinker, on conservative issues, but he was not a great man in my book because of two things. One, his denial of conspiracies, and two, he was not a moral man, not even close. One Christian pastor took aim at Limbaugh's morals in a personal email to me and summed it up well. Limbaugh calls himself the epitome of morality and virtue, but that is a mockery of virtue. Having been married four times and divorced three, his first marriage to Roxy McNeely lasted from 1977 to 1980. His second marriage to Michelle Sixta lasted from 1983 to 1990. His third marriage to Marta Fitzgerald lasted from 1994 to 2004. And in 2010, he married Catherine Rogers. He is not the epitome of virtue in daily living because he fills his mind with wicked Rock and roll, drinks, smokes, abused drugs, and underwent drug rehabilitation in November 2003, and uses indecent speech and shares body jokes and does many other things that are condemned by God's word. Limbaugh hired the homosexual rocker Elton John to perform for his fourth wedding ceremony in 2010. Limbaugh has given interviews to two pornographic magazines, Playboy and Penthouse, and when challenged about the propriety of accepting the Playboy interview, he cursed and said, expletive, go buy it anyway and hide it from your kids. He also suggested the Lord Jesus Christ would have given Playboy an interview. That was what the pastor had said. Skalsen finishes up with these two paragraphs. In 2006, Limbaugh, returning from a trip to the Dominican Republic, was detained by drug enforcement agents at Palm Beach International Airport for possessing a prescription to Viagra in another person's name. He was unmarried at the time. Limbaugh takes the name of the Lord in vain, and that is no light matter because the Bible says the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Truly great men are not hypocrites. They are moral are me- people and don't rationalize wrongdoing when they make mistakes or when they sin. They repent and change, no matter how smart a person may be, no matter how clever and effective at argumentation in the conservative cause. They should never be put forward as role models unless they are moral and principled people who live like they preach. Amen, Joel Skalsen. Um, <clears throat> you want a copy of that? I don't mind popping that on. Yeah, I know, Paul. The number is 215 if you want to call in, Paul. I'll be happy to take you on. The reason you say what you say is because you have no response to this. Okay? Now, before I bring Kevin and Kate on, they're, because they're going to speak about this, I want to show you just an introduction. This past week, the BBC... Uh, it's this week or was it that last week maybe uh but the bbc put out a thing on anti-vaxxers and specifically they use kate's picture in a a little picture uh, of a couple looking at a laptop now what's interesting is is that they are setting up another ask the export ask the experts excuse me and one of the if you remember that there were there were a number of doctors, medical professionals, nurses, and such who spoke out against the vaccine that it was neither safe nor effective. Now we're seeing the fruit of that, and we're going to see more of it in the coming days. Now, in response here, there is going to be an ask the experts too. So we're going to have to have that uh, big gathering of of the of the of the clan uh, with Kate and Kevin. Maybe get Carrie on and uh, Doctor Kaufman and uh and have that going here's the here's the introduction for ask the experts too. you know I'm i've got zero show time for anyone who is trying to exploit this as you pointed out to get extra followers to get extra likes to get extra shares really
2: get people to buy into this anti-scientific message, this anti-vaccine message, I think it's tremendously damaging.
1: So this is the video that you'd see, let's have
2: a watch. Activists have been targeting people.
1: If people aren't getting the vaccination, we're not going to be able to go back to normal life, see our family, see our grandparents. Labour want uh, anti-vax content on social media to be outlawed, for it to be illegal to post those kinds of comments and videos online. These claims
2: are false. This information. Lies, myths, nut jobs. The anti vaxxers
1: There's no risk of, of infertility at all, and they don't quite understand how that would make sense. All of the evidence suggests it's safe and effective. People say to me, well, what about the other side of the debate? What about the other side of the story? And and you'll just have to respond, this isn't a debate. This is about what's true yes. and what's false.
2: I will have the vaccine good I'm glad to hear it
0: yeah all those people who have their money tied up in all of this are glad to hear it too and uh, joining me to talk with uh, about this is Dr. Kevin Corbett and also our own Kate Shimirani. and uh, Kate is uh, sporting her um, her nurse outfit she she really wants to rub this in good morning guys
1: Hi, good morning.
0: Thank you for having us on. Yep, sure. Good morning. Yeah, good to see you, Kevin. Glad glad that you would, you guys could join us. Um, I've got another thing here, and I'm looking for where it is. There it is. This is going to be – this is the setup for the premiere of that. That's going to be on tonight, guys. So uh, you'll be able to check that out a, a little later on this evening. In fact, you guys are doing this before we close out our day at uh, com. And uh, one of the things I'm going to do is try to get up uh, an article so that people will be able to, um, you know, get, get with that and they'll be able to watch it today. Later on today, probably it's two o'clock our time, I think, that you said that this comes out. Do you guys want to go ahead and kick, it, kick off the show with that and speak to that issue?
1: First of all, uh, just to say about Oracle Films, you know, these guys are young guys. Uh, one is a father. Uh, they are very, very talented. And the BBC went ahead and reported them to PayPal and PayPal took down their account and all the funds that were in it. And, you know, they do make advertisements for the people. So how the BBC has got the authority to go to PayPal and PayPal without even coming to them, they've since received death threats. And, um, you know, when we talk about uh, who is pushing disinformation goodness you know that the media are the lying liars of lies they are pushing so much disinformation out there it's it's criminal they are criminals and they are complicit in a crime and uh and also covey leaks has to have a mention here which is uh fiona Hine, who's worked very very hard with the owners of oracle films so um we uh, just to say as well, there is a new platform that is being launched, which is fantastic, which I will be promoting. Uh, I have a, a meeting with them tonight. But this is is explosive. And the fact that, um, you know, that the BBC is covering this. One shouldn't look at this as, oh, it's bad. You know, they're, they're saying that 33 experts don't know anything. But they put those two buffoons on and we're supposed to all listen to them. Um The very fact that it's on the BBC means it's getting traction. I believe it had 22 million views on one platform alone. And I personally know this has gone all around Cambodia, around Thailand, around Singapore. So people are watching this. And so it's become a threat. And there are some incredible, incredible doctors in there. I almost felt a bit humble that they'd even put me in it. Never mind lodging me in the middle. But uh, I have personally seen Dr. Corbett's... um, part for tonight and it's amazing it's amazing you won't be able to hear a pin drop when he starts talking it's incredible
0: dr corbett you want to comment on that
2: well thank you very much kate and um but basically what you're seeing is what you're seeing in america which is the mainstream media and in this country that includes the bbc are mouthpieces for propaganda of the government and they are part of this whole problem, really, that the, the public aren't really being given the full spectrum of information and it's being filtered and it's being spun in a certain way. And in this country, United Kingdom, we've had a lot of experience of that in the last 30 years. We had the Blair government telling us that um, weapons of mass destruction were 45 minutes from London and Parliament voted you know, for the war on that basis of that lie. It was found out very soon to be a lie. And the same thing with COVID-19 and SARS-CoV-2. Parliament being spun a pack of lies, spun out of Imperial College's commissioned science funded by the Gates Foundation and all the other vested interests. And they hadn't had a proper peer review of that information. And the government bought into that and has been pushed in a certain direction, and now they can't back off. So the, the BBC and all the mainstream media are really being lined up by the regulator here called Ofcom uh, to become a mouthpiece for the government for this propaganda. And therefore, you know, we're all being vilified as non-experts or as stupid people, or indeed as dangerous people, dangerous people that need to be shut up. Well, this is the message for Boris Johnson and the government and for the BBC and all the mainstream media. that The United Kingdom is still a free country. Qualified scientists and qualified healthcare professionals have a duty of candour and a professional responsibility. And as Christians, I would argue, we all have a right to stand up and to say what we think is the truth. And the government cannot stop that unless they pass a law saying we cannot think differently to the government and to people like Panorama and the the investigative reporters that are disinformation reporters, then this is not a free country. And if they're saying this isn't a free country, then that's not what we voted for. We voted for a, a, a government that has now become a shadow and it's a shadow. In the fringes of vested interests, the pharmaceutical industry and their paid prostitute scientists like Imperial College. So there we are, and there we are. We've had asked the experts. They're saying we're not experts. Well, expertise is an interesting topic, Tim, because how it's awarded, how it's credentialed, and what we know from the sociology of science and the sociology of medicine is that a lot of patients have become experts. People like Kate have been, become experts through their own research and through their own engagement with the pharmaceutical industry and the, the the bad medicine that they've been pushed, that's been pushed down their throats. They've found a way around it. They've found alternatives that have worked better with better outcomes, and therefore they're also experts. So expertise isn't something that's top-down and credentialed by, you know, the government or by Imperial College or whatever. It's something that is peer-reviewed, and I would take that point. Peer-review, well, there's different peers, and if you take somebody like Kate, she her peers are people who are fighting allopathic cancer treatments with alternative treatments and with alternatives that work and those are peers they're peers in every sense as much as the official scientists are peers so this is where we're arguing our expertise comes from but our expertise on as the experts also comes from mainstream scientists people that are mainstream credentialed like myself and who are speaking out and speaking up And we will not be silenced. That's the message. We will not be silenced.
0: Well, I I think that uh, what it's going to come to is the people are going to end up, because of the way stuff is going, you know, we use the term, let their cruelty swell our ranks. So when when people find out, oh, you're getting, uh, you know, Sidelined, you're getting deplatformed. You're having all this. Then that makes people want to go find out. It's this naturally instinctive within them to find out. Well, why did they get? Why did they get that? Uh, Kate, you were talking about this stuff coming on and all these people seeing it. It's it's not a threat. It, It is it is God using the enemy's stupidity to think that they're they're you know taking you down in order to lift you up and give you a platform. Uh, And I know there are people probably in, I just want to throw this out there. I know there are people who probably go, you guys are great. You're doing the fight. We support you and all. But guys, you can do it too. I heard in that little thing that we play at the first, uh, some girl going, oh, we have to have the vaccine so we can get back to normal. And these people are causing the problem. Let me tell you something. You can get normal right now. You should be, you should have been living normal all along. Let me give you, for instance, we bought our kids. Uh, a year ago, a season pass to Carowinds. I told you guys about this the other day. I got the email back from Carowinds on this, and and it was a a positive one. I wrote to them and I said, my wife and I purchased season passes last year for a family. North Carolina shut down everything, and so did Carowinds. We uh, we didn't get to go. Now you're opening with all sorts of unlawful restrictions that infringe on our liberties, including unnecessary temperature mandates that don't prove anything, face mask requirements in an open park. Okay, which do nothing, according to the New England Journal of Medicine and the CDC, to stop the passing of viruses. I have tried to get someone on the phone with no success and requesting a full refund of all our season passes. We did not agree to this invasion of our privacy, nor the intrusion on our time and money for a virus that the CDC in the U.S., China, and Canada have said they have never isolated, which means it has never been proven to exist. I got the response back, and they said, Thank you for the information. We're going to issue you a refund. And you know what's interesting? They tell you on their website they won't issue you a refund, but they were going to carry it over this year. And I said, I'm not putting my family through that. So, guys, this is a way that you can return to normal. Normality, you know, might have been once a year to Carowinds every once in a while, but you can do it by. Taking this, taking a simple stand where you're at. You can stand against this. You can do it by sharing this information that we talk about. Kate?
1: Absolutely. And um, I always think nothing's really changed much for me because I, my gym's in my garage. I work from home. But, and I spend a lot of time on the forest. I've been on there with my dogs today. You know, uh the, just going back to what uh, Kevin said, actually, Dr. Corbett, he, he's earned that title. And as we've already said so many times, doctors, when you talk about credentials, um, it's an honorary title when they're given doctor, when they come out of med school with their degree in medicine. They haven't got a PhD. Dr. Corbett has done his, his degree, master's, and he's done his PhD. So he's far more qualified. So um, uh, this morning in the press, We had uh, the uh, criminal himself, Matt Hancock, and the press are reporting that when he stated that there had been a study, a scientific study, on the treatment of this virus with vitamin D and it showed that it was ineffective, it's now been reported he lied. There was no study. Now, that is absolutely outrageous. What, are we all meant to just go, oh, don't worry about it, we'll let him off? They're telling us we're spreading misinformation. The man has just lied. It doesn't matter what way you want to put it. Every single cell in your body has a vitamin D receptor on it. It's actually a hormone. You need the sun. The sun converts the cholesterol in your skin to vitamin D. Uh, You need that to make the, the fluid in your mitochondria. So to say that vitamin D, there's a study, and it shows no improvement, absolutely outrageous, because we know... The disease exponentially increases when you have low vitamin D levels, all disease. So he lied. So his credentials aren't worth anything. And personally, the man needs to be arrested because his what he's saying goes and it is affecting the entire nation suicides have risen abuse of children has risen um spousal abuse has risen uh, we're seeing a lot of knife crime now on the streets no one's reporting that that is just going everywhere uh, people are really at their wit's end they're losing their jobs they don't have money to feed their families it's all based on what this this man is saying who has got investments here there and everywhere and they're benefiting from it and these very same people are spotted out without masks visiting their families. So as far as their credentials are concerned, I've seen parents of vaccine-damaged children have far more knowledge than these idiots that have gone through an establishment and managed to learn and recite it on the uh, the day of the exam. Uh, So it means nothing to me. The proof is literally, if you can't uh, walk the walk, you don't talk the talk. He's lied. He's lied and he should be sacked and held accountable.
0: Dr. Corbett?
2: Well, what you're seeing is that, you know, the science has become part of the propaganda, or in in fact, the science is the propaganda. And when you start looking at it, you know, they they present this argument, Tim, uh, and Kate knows this really well in the UK, let's follow the science. And you've heard that in America as well. So they follow the science But actually they follow the science that suits the agenda and it's the agenda that's already preformed. And so they cut away the science that doesn't support their position or their argument. So, because science is always debatable. Science is never shut down. Science is never closed. There's always other questions to follow. If you look at any research paper, it always ends on... There are questions to follow that need to be answered, so further research is always what's asked for. And in any piece of research, there's always the limitations of the method, the methodology that's used. And that's really important. And what they're saying to us since this all started at the beginning of last year, is that there are no questions, it's all shut down. There are no arguments worth pursuing this is the reality we've got to pursue to test 100% accurate The medicine works. The the injectable devices, called vaccines, are the solution, and everybody must be driven towards that. So it's a coercive environment that we're living through now. This is the phase now, Tim. We're in a coercive phase. We had the testing phase last year, and the novel phase, and the you know the panic and the thing. Now the panic is fueling, fueling up again around coercion to vaccinate. Because this is the carrot that's been held out to people, the false hope, the false hope, that if they have the vaccine, they'll be going back to the normal. Well, that won't happen, because after this injection, there'll be another one, there'll be another one, there'll be multiple variants, because that's the nature of the testing. It throws up multiple variants, all artefacts, all red herrings, all false horizons. Because what this is showing is the false faith in the technology is become like a religion. And it has taken over from Christianity. It has subverted, pushed aside our Christian beliefs and our faith. That's what they're trying to do and push us towards this religion of science, faith in the science, faith in the technology. Indeed, it's called a technocracy. And lots of philosophers like Patrick Wood and others have written a lot about this. Now you see the imposition of a technocratic form of living, a virtual form of living, taking over from the real phenomenological experience of everyday life, you know, that we've all had. So you go to church online, you see your doctor online, you do everything online, and they've been prepping this for a long time with banking and services and now this is the whole thing this is the the false belief the false faith in the technology this is what's called sacralization of technology creating a religion out of it uh, usurping the true religion the true Christian religion for this false god this falseness And it will have its own seeds of destruction within it. It will have its own seeds of destruction within it because it can't possibly last. You can't impose a technocratic totalitarian state on anybody. It never worked in the past and it won't work now. China won't last. The Chinese system will not last, just like East Germany and the Baltic states. The communist systems folded. Soviet Russia disappeared. They do not last because you cannot have an infrastructure 100% of the time, 24-7, that surveys people and controls people. That's why, the reason why that is, is because we're all God's creatures, you know, we're all God's creatures, and that is not possible. It is not possible. Now, you know, in a way, God's allowed this to happen. We're living through this test, you know, It is biblical in that sense. And we've got to think of the bigger picture here. You know, the COVID, the SARS-CoV-2, these are all the side issues. Yes, it's destruction of the Western lifestyle, usurping the Western lifestyle for a communist system. You can see that everywhere. You can certainly see it in the United States now. You can see it here in, in the UK with the the cre- creeping imposition of arguments for universal basic income, which will bring in a communist system on top of our socialist welfare system. We don't have to go that far, but America will have to go a lot further. And this is what's coming, this technocratic communist style system that is godless, Christianless, and you know, really God help us, because we need to have that... End in view. Where do we want to be? And then the means will come for it. We don't choose the means. We've got to know what our
0: end game should be. And we need to focus on that and move towards that. I agree. Amen. Uh, yes, that was that was really good. And one of the things uh, you know that you were you were touching on was this has become like a religion, and it has. I've had uh, Stephen Hallbrook on. I believe he has a site. I believe it's called vaccinesandchristianity.org or Christianity and Vaccines dot I get those mixed up. But we had him on, and we talked about vaccines of history. And I, you know, when I was a kid uh, in the public indoctrination centers we call public schools, I was taught that the vaccines were created by Christians. And, of course, they were different than what we have today, obviously. They had, you know, dead pieces of virus. They would put little bits in there, and they would have the the system attack it to basically inoculate. Well, he went even further back, and he was going out in all different kinds of cultures that it was a part of their religious ceremony that they would be, quote-unquote, vaccinated. And uh, I I found that fascinating. But that's what we're having now. No longer do people trust God, as Psalm 91 says, and hide themselves in him to protect them from such things as the perilous pestilence. They're trusting in science, which Paul told Timothy was science falsely called. And uh, you're exactly right. We've not only seen this with the vaccines to be used to push the agenda. We've seen it in climate change. They've been exposed and that stuff still gets traction with people. Uh, We we saw little Greta Thunberg, or however you say her name, from Germany. You know, it's a shame her parents really ought to be arrested for child abuse for letting her be used as a puppet. She puts out on Twitter all of the the documentation her handlers have given her to say, you need to post this, you need to say that. She accidentally stuck it out there. Well, yeah, you got a little teenage girl that you're trying to manipulate. She's going to mess something up there. But the pe- mm. some people continue to buy into it. But like you said, there's always people who are going to be wise to it. And no matter how many laws are put in place and everything else, man always finds a way around that stuff. This is part of the image of God, if you ask me, uh, of them mm. working against tyrants. And so I'm glad that you brought that up. Now, Kate, I don't know if you want to get into the situation I, and I, you can say no to it and that's fine. But, you know, the uh, it wasn't the BBC. It was somebody else who sent me the video. They're trying to use your son against you again. And I just thought of his lack of logic here when he said, why would our government do these things to us? Why would these elites try to do these things to us and kill us when, you know, they need us for their money? And I just want to go, dude, did you not pay attention to the 20th century? Why was Hitler killing all his people? Why was Mao Zedong killing his people? Pol Pot... Uh, Stalin, name your tyrant of the 20th century, the most bloody democide that's ever happened in, in history. Why were they doing it if they needed you people? It's because they're wicked. Do you, I don't know if you want to comment on that or not, but if you don't, that's fine, too.
1: Um, you know, this is my, my firstborn child. He was very gifted. He could read and write before he went to school. I plowed everything into my children. I love them very much. Um, I'm very disappointed for him um he's very young he may be very gifted and went to eton and went to lsc came out with a first class honours very very smart young man but but being smart and being intelligent and what i what i see is just another young man being manipulated by the system and and how it's going to possibly destroy his future and um you know, a mother will always forgive. We might not like what our children do, but the sure. only thing I can do is put it before God. And we all know that um, the devil will pull everything out of the bag and throw it at you when you're, you know, over the target. We know that. So that's all I can do is is just put it in God's hands to to protect him, really. Because what, what was interesting for me is that... Um, you know, this is on an American, an American network. There was a lot of inconsistence in it. And there was, it was completely untrue. And I know it's not true. And he'll know in his heart, it's not true. I can forgive him. But in the future, he's going to have to forgive, forgive himself. So all we can do is pray for him. I just want to just say this because you mentioned a psalm, Tim. Um, uh, this is Psalm one forty one eight. But my eyes are fixed on you, O sovereign Lord. In you I take refuge. Do not give me over to death. And that's really on the Amen. back of what Dr. Corbett's saying. Yep. Um, people are putting their faith in witchcraft and sorcery and idolatry of what they believe is, is science, which it isn't. Um, you know, you can't go into publications and choose studies, as Dr. Corbett said that will um, validate what you're stating and then say, well, actually, I don't like these studies that are in the very same publications. You can't do that. So what's happening is people are idolising science. They are thinking only of themselves and their own mortality. And they're not thinking of how their behaviour might affect their neighbor, and we, we all know that you know that the science is, is out there masks do nothing but make you sick. So, to attack your neighbor for not wearing a, a, a rag across their faces is just shows the level of what people have gone to where they no longer love thy neighbor. Now, I know that Dr. Corbett puts us all to shame because he's at masked every single morning every morning um which is is unbelievable and when I've had some some dark days and when that came out about my son the first person I telephoned was Dr Corbett and I was absolutely I was so saddened when I saw it and humiliated for my other children and uh I rang Dr Corbett and he was wonderful and yesterday he said all the same things and completely calmed me and made it better. And then I, I told you, Tim, about it. And I went to Catherine, uh, Alistair's mom, and I, my other friend. And, and so this is what it is about loving thy neighbour and having friends. And my wonderful sister in Australia, I contacted her as well. And she was furious and went slept straight to my defence. And this is what this beast system is trying to do divide and conquer. They're trying to remove us from what God has set, that we love thy neighbor, that we honor thy parents, that we love our brothers and sisters in yep. Christ. And that's exactly what's happening.
0: I agree. I agree. Something. Let's, let's jump onto to that because part of loving one another is to tell the truth. You know, there are some people who just love to tell the truth. Okay. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They love to tell it to just you know, build themselves up if, if it will. But then there are people who love and they, they tell the truth because they love. And one of the things that I'm finding is is that, you know, when we read like um, the, the VAERS report, I gave some reports mm. on this this past week. Uh, first, it was like 460 on a Thursday. And then by Monday, I'm reporting that, that the CDC says there's 1,200 uh, deaths that they're recording within less than a two month period. And then I came across another uh, report the other day, yesterday actually, uh, that said only about 5% of yeah. adverse effects are actually reported, which could theoretically mean, folks, there have been 12,000 deaths mm. from the COVID vaccine here in the United States. And we're not even talking about the world. And so. Mm. Part of that is the truth that you're not being told by the liars and useful idiots in the mainstream media, the politicians who can't brush their hair like Boris Johnson, um, and other people who have a vested interest. Bill Gates, you, you talked to Kevin about multiple vac- uh, vaccines or injections or whatever. Bill Gates has now come out and said, oh, we may need three shots to build my profits, I mean, to make sure that you're okay. And, mm. and, and the people are buying into that. They're buying into these... Uh, false prophets of this new religion, this technocracy. And we've had Patrick Wood on. He's talked about the, the mass things. But they're buying me, into that. Me, Tim, Go ahead. Tim,
1: while yeah. you're on air, show your listeners. If you just put into Google search the world's best doctor and have a look what comes up.
0: Oh, Lord. Uh, they're not putting putting Bill, Bill Gates in there, are they? Yeah.
1: You put in the world's best doctor into every search engine and the whole page will be Bill Gates.
0: Let me see if I can bring this up here. I because I. He's not I don't even a
1: doctor. Know.
0: All right, I just lost wherever my screen went. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay this this uh, world's best doctor. Um, I don't know. I don't. Know, maybe it's coming up different for you. Okay, here it is. They call him a doctor, but he's has the guy. I don't even. When I was looking up, I know his wife has multiple degrees. Does he have a degree as well? I'm just kind of curious.
1: Has it come up when you put in? Someone sent it to me and said, "I think it was World's Best Doctor," and it and it just came up with him and Google.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I hit the wrong button there. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, Politico here. We've got other things that are listed too. Maybe it's a different. This is using DuckDuckGo, so that's probably the reason why. me uh, yeah, find it. <laughs> whoops, that's we don't want to use Good for either right now because we're trying to pull it up in here. Okay. Um, <laughs> the world's most famous
1: doctor something like that I was so shocked when it came up
0: okay yeah it's not coming uh, up under that but maybe uh well, the thing
2: is Tim that you know personalities when when the mainstream media starts going for people's families they go after instead of dealing with the issues that somebody speaks about or the the science or whatever they go for the person and they go to the family to try and discredit them through the family. You know that the, there's a weakness there. You know that there's a, there's a problem with their arguments because they're having to, to personalise and to try yeah. and stir the individuals. So I think it speaks volumes when the mainstream media does this, like they've done with Kate. And not just Kate, Dr. Andrew Wakefield's, Oh, there's, there's a whole host of people over the last thirty years that have been discredited in verse commas by the mainstream media through their families or what they've done or what they have supposedly not done, and it's been such a hoo ha. There's been such a uh, you know an onslaught in the mainstream media. Everybody's been given the same narrative, and you can see it coming out of the woodwork like worms. And um, people are not stupid. People know that this is propaganda and they know that there's something behind it that's being covered up when this is being done. And, and like the issue with Kate and the, the member of her family who's been on the media trying to discredit her, you know, what, what son would try and discredit their mother in public? Even if there yeah. was genuine uh, issues between the generations within a family, 99.9% of families, would not do what was done to Kate. They would think twice about it. And if they did do that, which they have done, they will face the wrath of the public, but they will also face their conscience in years to come because they may not have any conscience at the moment. But as they get older and become more mature and reflect on their years and their experiences, there will become a time when they feel guilty about what they've done. Um, uh, unless they're a true psychopath, and there's very few of those. And um, and then they will be, become regretful, and they'll repent, and they'll want absolution for what they've done. So this is, you know, this the public knows this when they see personalities being trashed and not their arguments through their family or other loved ones or what have you. You know, they know there's something wrong with with the mainstream media's argument. It's too weak. So they've got to personalize it, you know?
0: Yep, I agree. I agree. Somebody has said that maybe it's the world's most powerful doctor uh, that we were looking for. I'll, I'll try to look that up here. In oh, just a- yeah, that might be it. Yeah, let me, let me, let me pop this in here because we, we brought it up. I, if that's the case, then I want to see if that's the the issue. Um yeah, I guess that's what they're of doing. Course. Yeah, this is this is what it is, folks. It's the world's most powerful doctor. And I even spelled it wrong. Uh, I left off the R mm-hmm. there. But you can see all this stuff is about Bill Gates down here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All, all this maybe stuff is about Gates. He's a doctor. Maybe
2: he's bought a doctorate at all. Well, um, uh, yeah,
0: sometimes you get honorary doctorates and stuff. That's not I mean, the same thing as doing the prerequisite that work. Though. He's
2: got some honorary. And, you know, whatever maybe is well-deserved for some of the stuff he's done. and. You know, again, there's there's a lot of, we have to be honest about this, and I'm sure Kate would agree that there's a lot of vilification of these people that have been very prominent, like Imperial College, um, Bill Gates, etc. Because they've pushed themselves out there, and they've led a lot of this, they've become become the embodiment of evil. And... um, there's, that's a very interesting phenomenon. So, And they're quite happy to do that because I don't see any... Um, I don't see Bill Gates doing any legal action against people defaming him. Do you? Have you heard of this? Or Imperial yeah. College? Yeah. They seem to be quite happy to be vilified in public. Um, you know, and, and of course they're powerful. They've got a lot of resources. So they're very, you know, legally and financially robust, unlike... Other people like us, for instance, who are being vilified and trashed. Sure, um, but I don't see any legal suits. Am I right? Has there been any legal? Action I, you know, again? I
0: haven't. I haven't seen any of that, and I, that would be an issue. I would think that would come up for you guys too. That if mm. if what you're saying is not true. Then they're ready to take you into court, not on some kind of domestic terrorism charge, but on actual fraud. That that would that would be a, a thing that would come up, not just you know, Kate, like what the kangaroo court thing that you went through there with the NHS, but that they would they would actually come out and refute it by saying this is why this is wrong. This is what not not engage in some kind of character assassination in the midst of this, but they would actually you know, demonstrate would
2: just, that. If I could just come back to you on that, yeah, go that ahead. very point. That very point of getting into court to argue about the science of COVID and SARS-CoV-2, you may know that there's a a judicial review in this country going through the Tilbrook by Robin Tilbrook, the solicitor, the UK solicitor, is leading on behalf of the People's Brexit Party, which is a loose coalition of um, Brexiteers and scientists, etc., and bringing a legal case to challenge the lockdown and the science behind the lockdown and the adjudication from the high court judge justice holman that came out a few weeks ago to us as claimants in the review um, is that the high court is not the place to discuss the science of the lockdown it is not a science court and the judge was very clear about that he was so clear in his judgment about that and actually i go along with that I agreed with that, and that was the reason why I had to come out of the judicial review. I'm no longer a claimant, because the courts are not the place to do science or to adjudicate science. They're places to debate the policies based on the science and whether those policies are wrong or not. But the the, bit, the issue that the judge said about the science, it should be discussed in Parliament. And Parliament is the place where these issues should be discussed and there should be arguments and there should be voting because we elect representatives. So you've got the science on one hand and you've got what the politicians make of it on the other. And that's what's happened in this country. Our parliament has virtually been dissolved. It's almost gone. It's never in the public view anymore. It's not meeting. It's meetings are not being uh, played on the, uh, the mainstream media. And everything is being decided by number 10 Downing Street and by the sage scientists and by what the government thinks the sage scientists mean and about what the government thinks the population want. So they've made the the country frightened, fearful through all the fear porn and they're going with this misdirected science based on their notion of what the country wants. And none of it is being debated in Parliament. And 63 MPs are saying that if, come the end of May, we haven't got rid of lockdown and we haven't gotten back to normal, the old normal, they're going to revolt and try and bring the government down. So this is what's happened, really. And I would agree that the, the, the courts aren't really placed to do science. Where you do science is in journals. And in research, and in laboratories, and in the community. And the trouble about our science at the moment, Tim, is that it's very biased and one sided. The journals won't publish anything critical of COVID because they're getting funding from the government and they're getting funding from the pharmaceutical industry, which completely yep. biases the perspective. Yep. So all that's got to change, you know? But I would agree that the High Court, this, you know, which would be equivalent to your. Um, Your high, whatever supreme court, yeah, supreme court UK. We've also got supreme court here, but it's a bit of a cherry on the cake. It's not really effective. (laughs) And supreme court here, the high court, which is below the supreme court, the highest court in the land, are not the places to debate science because all you'll get is expert A hitting on expert B, and expert B hits on expert A, and then you know you get this complete. confusion and ambiguity.
0: Well, let me, and let me let me speak to that just a second because we're about to close out the show. Do you guys want to hang on for just a little bit? Because I wanted to, to give opportunity to speak to this uh, Bekeleen. I'm not I'm Bekeleen. I don't know if I'm... A...
1: Thank you. I'll, I'll,
0: if you can hang on, we'll talk about that for just a little bit because I put that in the thing. But Dr. Corbett, that's one of the things that I'm saying. I don't think government has any place talking about science or health or any of that stuff. Their job is to protect the innocent, Romans 13, and yeah. to punish Guilty. That's what they're there for. They're not there to run my life, tell me what I got to put on my body, what I got to put into my body, or anything else. And that's that's part of the problem. We've people have just been complacent, let them take over areas that they shouldn't. That's what tyranny is, folks. It's taking over areas where you have no authority. The church doesn't go in and run the civil sphere. The civil sphere is not supposed to come in and tell the church what it's supposed to do. Those are two different things. And the individual is not to be governed, uh, as far as yes. his health, by the state. Nor is it to be governed by necessarily the church either. But the, but the point is, is this. They have no business doing anything with anything right. about health. They just have no business in it. Now, for people who are looking, we uh, we talked with Lee Garrett earlier in the week. We're going to try to get his uh, website set up. I know you guys are trying to get one set up. Kate, you're trying to have an individual one too. So we'll talk to you guys about trying to do that as well. But you guys can find uh, Kate and Kevin at The Medical Revolutionaries. You guys are on Twitter and on Facebook. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I know, where
1: We're thrown off Twitter, banned off Facebook. Oh well, great. (laughs) Well, uh, soon enough, soon enough, there'll be a
0: website that can be used, and uh, Mm. people will be able to do that. I've got some new platform. Okay, we'll we'll have those Um, links up like we normally do in the archives, and where you can get. Uh, the health benefits, too. We're going to close out the show. You guys on Red State Talk Radio. We're going to hold Kate and Kevin over just a little bit to talk about this uh, thing. <laughs> and uh, you guys have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day. And uh, 6 a.m., Monday morning, we'll see you again, Lord willing. And I uh, hope you have a great weekend. See ya. Bye. Okay, we want to welcome everybody coming in from Red State Talk Radio to the video platforms. And uh, one of the things I wanted to do before I let you guys go was, because I had that in there, uh, Kate, about how to treat respiratory viruses and stuff like that, was give an opportunity for you to kind of speak about that. Maybe, Kevin, if you want to chime in on it, too. But to let people know about uh, something that they can do uh, to help with respiratory viruses.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's really important because what's happening, as Dr. Corbett will tell you, is um, we know that when anyone is diagnosed with COVID, hands. if someone goes on a ventilator, it, it, even more money changes hands. When there's a, a death and COVID's on the death you more money. And actually putting people onto a ventilator is shown that they fare uh, far worse. They, they, they die than those that are actually treated without being vented. And, and I know Dr. Corbett will vouch for that as well. We've looked at it. And, of course, these patients look like they have altitude sickness. Uh, not They don't seem to be having the... the same, And, of course, flu. Flu's disappeared in the UK. It's completely disappeared for the first time ever. In the US too. Uh, so clearly the clearly the, uh, the treatment for flu was to get COVID. So bakelin, if you... Uh, they have, this is all backed up with studies. And um, it's been shown that making... Uh, with, in research that nanocurcumin has a higher absorption rate and you should really take at least 500 milligrams three times a day. I myself take a uh, thousand milligrams three times a day. You don't take it with your greens because it will inhibit the uptake of iron. You take it in between meals. But of course, if you did have a condition, hemochromatosis where you have too much iron in your blood, that's a natural way to bring it down is to take your curcumin with your food. but of course, all that under the direction of your pool advisor, because you'd need to constantly get your bloods checked. And now, uh, in addition to this, um, you can take killin, which has been proven in research, that it helps to prevent cytokine storm reactions. and a reasonable dose of that would be 250 milligrams free a day between meals and you would also take that with 50 milligrams of zinc twice a day for one week and then 50 milligrams twice a week with that baculin. and that's shown to be really helpful and again you would take that along with your vitamin d3 5,000 international units a day always take it. if you do have a deficiency uh, there are some that will recommend 10,000 international units of d3 for three months, always, always get your levels checked if you've previously been diagnosed with a deficiency and then you are supplementing. But bake it when we talk about skin storm. Aluminium in studies has been shown that it pushes down your first immune response, which is your phocytes your, your macrophages, your your fighter cells, it down, which then pushes up your cytokine response, where you start to make fluid in the body your temperature goes up and that's actually what was shown in the studies the ferret studies those that were given the messenger RNA um, messenger um vaccines mrna vaccines when these animals were then introduced to the virus that they were stating they were vaccinated against which is you can't do that in humans all of those animals died and then the control group the ones that weren't given the vaccine they were then slaughtered and looked at and what was interesting with the two studies was the ones that had the vaccine they didn't have the macrophage type 2 they only had type 1 but the other animals in their lungs had type 1 and type 2 macrophages you know just a what the little pack man chow down all of these um fighters phytos- um when they've done their job. And then you get the type two, which is the clean you know, clean it all up. And so this is what have taken baculin, um, that's going to help reduce the cytokine storm. And the compound baculin has also been shown to be antibacterial, antiviral, and coagulant. And this is another thing that's been shown. Is what we're seeing, particularly what they saw with those that had the AMTS vaccine, which had this scraline in it, they suffered from disseminated intravascular coagulation, which is where your blood starts to clot all over the body. And this is what mm. is being seen with patients presenting in the emergency room. And that's what the 80 cases in Italy said they died of COVID mm. 19 no, at autopsy.
0: Can they I interject
1: something? Let me
0: interject something in there because it sounds like you're talking about the stuff. Uh, I sent you the New York Post story, and we talked about COVID toes before. But the lady who had the black yes. fingers and stuff—is that what you're talking about? That mm-hmm. this can help prevent?
1: Yeah, so bakulin can help prevent that as well, and bakulin can be purchased as a powder in the name of it, Lift Mode. Lift Mode. Several other natural compounds, including your. Curcumin, your cursetin. Remember, curcetin causes apoptosis, cell death. Instead, got damaged DNA. Genesis 121. Everything you need, you shall find to the fruit. We have everything out there. And remember, pharmaceuticals, what do they They take natural things, natural things that the Lord uh, gave, the natural active compound, and they make a synthetic version and then they can patent it. And they, all of their drugs are synthetic versions of what she has given you. See, these synthetic ones have lot of side effects. So astragalus also suppresses or kills pathogenic viruses. So when you use this bacillin curcumin, in combination with plant flavonoids, they can have a dramatic effect on viral infections. That's the reputation. And adding high dose vitamin C, which we know high dose vitamin C is an antioxidant. And remember, I, I was talking crazy terms for laymen. What's the free radical? If you imagine your car driving along, and behind you are cars with three wheels, and you've got four wheels, and they're going to rob your wheel from you. Now you radical. And your chassis tips over, drags on the floor. You're getting lots and lots of damage to your car, which is called oxidative stress. Vitamin C truck comes along with this new wheels, paint job, and they repair it all. That's what it is in a nutshell. So when you bring in high-dose fatigue, so when you get any inflammation, you're going, to get, you're going to get this oxidative stress. And you add the zinc again, your N-acetyl-L-cysteine, and Mariam, it greatly improves the outcome of viral infections. Where's the best to get all of these things in their natural state in foods? Organic, nutrient-dense foods, and clean air, clean water, and then you supplement. The name supplement. It means you can't eat garbage and then take a multivitamin. It's just not going to cut it. And that's what a lot of people do. Mm. You have to eat it in its natural form. Boost it with supplementing.
0: Mm. Okay, Dr. Corbett, do you want to comment on that?
2: Well, to go back, to your, you know, to answer your qu- the question that Kate's answered in a different way, you mentioned about respiratory viruses, and of course, there's a huge debate about what is a virus sure. anyway. And let's sure. honest. Let's be honest about this. And yeah. um, what's happened last year with COVID and SARS-CoV-2. Uh, has opened up that debate again. We had that debate 30 years ago, 40 years ago with HIV, and it all got shut down. And now what people are hearing, the public are hearing about terrain theory, they're hearing about maybe viruses aren't what we've been told they are in all the textbooks. You know, the textbooks are biased. They come from a particularly allopathic uh, position on everything. And they present the facts in one way when they could be presented in all sorts of different ways. And so people are reading Thomas Cowan, they're listening to Dr. Andrew Kaufman's videos, reading Dr. Cowan's books, reading Dr. Stefan Lanker's work, and all these these experts, and they are experts, I'm afraid, they are experts, even though the BBC say they aren't. They are experts. And all these opinions, these alternative opinions that are not on the BBC, or on Fox News or whatever, are saying that, you know, viruses may well be our own material that moves between cells or moves within cells or moves around the body because we don't know everything about the body. And they're actually good.
0: They're actually good things, not bad things. They're actually doing something good in our body.
2: These tests are picking these things up, they're detecting them, and they're saying they're pathological, they're dangerous to us. So these tests are wrong. And therefore, you've got to look at the theory of viruses and criticize that. That's the Achilles heel of all this. And of course, we... Everybody who listens to your channel knows there's debates over whether SARS-CoV-2 is a virus, whether it's been isolated, whether it's been purified, and they'd like to hide that fact. That's the fact. Yep. You know that the PCR test to detect it was developed using an in silico model of a virus, a computer algorithm yep. model not from virus from live patients. So that is a fact. That isn't a conspiracy theorist. Drosten's published that in a paper a year ago. You know, that's truth. That's truth. But let's come back to your question. So if viruses aren't what they, we think they are, that's another whole ball game. Let's just stay in the, 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 you know, we believe in viruses and they exist. Let's just look at that at the moment. All this evidence inverted commas around masks for SARS-CoV-2 is built on very very thin ground you know the evidence that the British government took to impose masks on the population when the World Health Organization said we didn't need to mask the British government made everybody mask based on very flawed data there wasn't even one randomized controlled trial that showed that masks were effective yet they've pushed that out into the public domain. Pushed out into is. the public domain. In in public transport and in closed spaces. And now you've got this lunacy of people walking down the street with masks on in the open, fresh air with the sunshine. You know, finally coming out after a very dreadful February so far. But it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know. And then you've got the issue about the masks themselves. The pores the the size of the pores and the size of the viral particles that are expelled when you excrete when you breathe out when you exhale and the particle size the nanometers etc you know and you've got that argument and that falls through as well because they don't capture and what masks do whether we like it or not is they retain secretions they retain what should be naturally exhaled it's waste matter that comes out i worked on wards tim on hospital wards where we had people with tb and the microbiologists were very clear this patient doesn't need to wear a mask do not mask them yeah you don't need to wear a mask and they had open tb so some of them had active tb and the microbiologists would come on the ward and they would say no this patient doesn't need to mask and dealing with the fear of staff is the issue, you see. Right. What the government's done is to make everyone fearful about this whole thing. So they're trying to protect themselves. It's a natural response. And we need to be kind to people that have been made fearful through fear porn. We do need to be kind. And Celia Farber, the New York journalist, is saying to me recently, maybe kindness is the antidote to COVID and coronavirus. Mm. Kindness.
0: Mm. Yeah, because, uh, well, I think people are ignorant about things. Now, the, I, you know what? I'm not going to be kind to the guys that I saw in the video from Trader Joe's out in Santa Cruz. I think that's out in California. A group of people went in to buy things, and they were all – all the Trader Joe's people were just rude and mean, trying to push yeah. them out, uh, trying to uh, – swing, swinging at a woman, uh, taking their stuff and throwing it all over the place. And they were just jerks. And I'm, I hope Trader Joe's hears the language of their employees because I'll tell you what – me, I, I'm I won't, I won't support him. I, with acting like that is not how you're going to do it. But I but I do think there are people who are just ignorant of what's going on, and I think they I mm. think edu- you know ignorance you can solve, stupidity you can't. But ignorance you can solve, and a lot of people just don't know. You know when we were, I'll just make this comment about what you were saying about the the breathing out of things, even surgeons. They don't run around wearing a mask all day. They run because – or they wear them because they're going to actually open up somebody's body, and they want to retain as much whatever they're doing out to getting in that per- – I get that. That's a whole different thing than me and you you know, being in the same room together. But when I was a kid, one of the things that we learned, it was very basic, and this goes to stuff that that Bill Gates is trying to get into with the whole climate change stuff and wanting to dim the sun and do all this weird stuff that's going to screw up the planet, let's just be honest Mm -hmm. about that, um, is they want to warn you about greenhouse gases. And yet, folks, we learned in elementary school. That when you breathe in, what are you breathing in? You're breathing in oxygen and some other things, but that's produced by what? The plants, right? We learned that. And when we breathe out, we're breathing out the carbon dioxide for the for the for the plants, right? And so, mm-hmm. the more we breathe out, the greener everything should be. I mean, that would seem logical, right? Not a bad thing, but a good thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, do you know Tim? You want to put the mask over the, like when this? When you're
1: saying that, go ahead. That those. Within 20 minutes, they're contaminated within 20 minutes Mm. with uh, the bacteria that causes pneumonia, Mm. within 20 minutes. And then people are touching their masks. Then they're touching things, pushing their masks, touching things. People in the supermarket who work on the checkouts, they're food as they put it through, pushing their mask up, touching it. Within 20 minutes. So yeah. what's actually happening? You've got a massive hotbed, and that's been done in the study. Mm. The bacteria that causes pneumonia. So mm. let me ask you something been, about it's that. It's going to increase aggression in all the teenagers having to wear them in schools. It's going to increase aggression. That's been proven as well. Let me I mean, let me ask is-
0: you something about that. Uh, and either one of you can chime in. Uh, when when you do, did your work as nurses. How, if mm. you had to put a mask on, uh, say you were in a surgery, or well, I, and I don't know mm. if you did, but how often do you have to change that if you're in something like that? Well, well, we only
1: had to, I worked in the theater suite, and we only wore a mask if we were right next to the patient. If we mm. were on the efforts or as a runner or observing, we didn't wear a mask. It was only when we were right near the patient. And in mm. between each patient, they put the masks down, they took them off. Mm. Um, some of them didn't, some of the people didn't wear them. I remember an ether test I don't believe there's been a single randomized trial. There hasn't been one randomized trial showing that this mask stops the transmission of anything. I think there were more worn in case you sneezed in you to put somebody's wound. That was all.
2: And to ask your question again, Tim, you know, the. The issue is this um, that where this masking has come in, I would argue this masking practice is a perversion and a bastardization of medical science because it's perverted practice based on very, very narrow interpretation of evidence and a broader interpretation would overturn masking and that's why the who initially said not to mask but the british government and other governments have been perverted through the perverted science pushed on them by people like fauci and imperial college this is a perversion and a bastardization of medical science and practice and it's based on this this hysterical notion of asymptomatic transmission, that people without symptoms can be infectious. Yeah? This is a heresy, really, and there's very little evidence for it. Of course, they will pull out some studies, they'll pull out and, you know, they'll say this shows it, but actually, on at a broader level, it doesn't stack up. And a lot, so many scientists are saying this now, that asymptomatic transmission, which is the basis of us being told to mask, for COVID, is false. It's a myth. It's a created construct to fear people, to put fear into people. We never ask people without symptoms to put masks on, never. And in hospitals, very often, you would not wear a mask if you were doing a dressing on a, on somebody's leg or their arm or some part of their body unless you had expressed symptoms, unless you had explicit symptoms of a cold or whatever you would pass that duty on to somebody else or if you had to do it you would wear a mask but you wouldn't wear a mask just routinely yeah because there's little evidence for it but you can find evidence for anything really if you want to and that's what's behind this they want to impose masking not for medical reasons because there aren't really any at all, but for social and political reasons, because masking is a sign of submission to the authority, to the medical science pushed on us by the government, right? And that is... Subjugation. Subjugation. It's it's like like a secular sharia, to use that. I hope I'm not going to get into trouble for saying that. But subjugation, a visible sign of submission, right? And notice how often these these who's chosen black masks have you noticed black masks everywhere? Why not white ones or red ones or yellow ones? No, black masks. Again, that feeds into this notion of s- Satanism around all this. And there is that. Have to say, there is that cultural signification going on here—not just submission, but some sort of worship to this notion of technocracy this faith in this official science. And the mask is a visible sign of that. Again, it's another perversion, a bastardization of altruism because we're told to wear this mask to give concern to somebody else, to care for somebody else. You muzzle your face. It's absolutely perverted. It's totally perverted. And it's evil. In my view, it's evil. And I will continue to say that no matter what, the BBC, say, or Panorama or some government mouthpiece. They can get lost. We can say what we like, and we'll continue to do that.
0: Amen. Well, we've got Eric in here, and he says, all I need is some Florida sunshine and salt air, and I'm good. <laughs> and I agree with that. Oh, uh, that's, that's I'm some packing good...
1: my bags and joining you.
0: <laughs> There's this, those are yeah. some great things. All right, guys, let's let's end up closing out the show here. Uh, is there any final words you want to give uh, before we close out? I'll, I'll turn it over to you, uh uh, Kate first, and then Dr. Corbett, if you want to finish us
1: out. I want to read you this. Learn to live from your true center in me.
0: We're
2: losing in
1: Kate. Union with your spirit, it is, it's, Kate, we're, you...
0: we're, we're losing you. I think, I think that great 5G that they put up right no, there worries, at your house anyway, is not just, working too good.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, well, basically, people need to remember... That God is within us, it's within us. We all have the answer within us. Stop looking outside to be happy and idolatry, and start looking within. and Prayer become, becomes part of that. And I love god and he said, We, we are born into the society, a good Christian man. Our outcome depends on what we think. If we're constantly looking at fear porn out of yep. the idiot slander in the corner of the road in the paper, that's what we're going to have.
0: Well, we look to we look to the look Word of God. Him. Yeah, we look to the Word of God. And, you know, I, let, me, let me just correct something because I heard uh, Dr. Madej say something about, you know, we have the Christ in this. Well, not everybody does. Jesus said that he went to the Father so that he may send the Spirit. And he didn't send it to everybody, but he does send it to those who believe and who repent. And so um, I, I agree with you. For the believer, we do have... Uh, God has taken up residence within us. He has become. Um, he has given us the righteousness of Christ. And you know, Doctor Corbett, before you close us out, uh, you were talking about the religious aspect, and I, I look at the mask as though this is, you know, this is some kind of virtue thing, and it's mm-hmm. almost this is the people's righteousness is this mask. You have the false prophets of the scientific community. You have uh, their their. Uh, some of them use peer—look, peer, peer-reviewed stuff can often be manipulated, too. People need to understand that. They've had a lot of that stuff, too, and so that becomes their Bible. And then their, their, their vaccine becomes their sacrament uh, and, and you know th- those kinds of things. So there is a, very much a real religious aspect to this. And the, the question you have to ask is, if it's not biblical and it's not a worship of the true and living God— then who's it a worship of? And I think that's where you get to where uh, the devil is deceiving. He has come to kill, steal, and destroy. He is like a roaring lion sinking whom he may devour. And people have to be wise to the fact that there are invisible forces that we can't see that are real that are working behind the scenes behind people Mm -hmm. like Bill Gates or Boris Johnson or Donald Trump or Joe Biden or whoever the case may be, and we have to be wise to those things. Why don't you close us out?
2: well i i would say that we have to think about this notion of a technocracy being imposed and this sacralization of technology and it's f- develop uh, this false faith in technology as a savior for whatever savior from covid savior from everything this is a false belief and it's usurping Christian beliefs and Christian values, and that brings us back to this notion of, the, 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 you know, the, the commandments. They're not notions; the commandments. And if you th- you pick one, like love thy neighbor as thyself, that's really talking about kindness, and it's about using kindness and 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 consideration and empathy, even when you're being excluded, or you're being censored, or you're being manhandled by the police, or whatever. Uh, you know, I'm not talking about a Gandhi approach, but it, there's some sense of that. But 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 that sort of approach to this that takes that sidesteps all the angst and the aggression, and tries to to look at what the end game should be. You've got to know what your objectives are, and therefore, once you know what you want, and if it's within the right Christian framework, then you're your your means to that end will become obvious yeah you don't choose the means to the end you choose the end and then the means come naturally or they come spiritually in a way but i also would say this that science didn't get us into this and therefore science won't be the solution to this so if it's a, if it's false belief in you know, technology, creation of a religion around that, then it's indicating that the, the solution to this has to be of a spiritual nature and not of a material scientific one.
0: Amen. No, I. I that is exactly, that's exactly the point that we try to make here on the Sons mm-hmm. of Liberty. The response to this has got to be, begin with the people repenting, that's spiritual, and then the exercise of that repentance is, fruit of repentance. I mean, that's what John said. And uh, he says we should bear fruits of repentance. So that means it's not just, oh, hey, I'm a Christian. Oh, hey, I pray. Or, hey, I read my Bible. That's great. Those are good things. We should be doing those. But then it's action that results as a result uh, that comes as a result of real repentance. Thank you guys for being with us today. Guys, thank you for hanging on uh, with us for the extra time that we had We appreciate you guys' support so much, and uh, we'll be back with you again on Monday, Lord willing, 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Don't know what we're going to have just yet. We'll see what happens over the weekend. You guys have a great one, and we'll talk to you then. Don't forget, Bradley will be on at 3 p.m. Eastern. See ya.